Hey coach, it's Matt Walrath from the VIP Nutrition Coach Show. In today's episode, Kate and I discuss two coaching business models that will allow you to scale your income and impact without increasing your workload. If you haven't met me or my co-host Kate yet, we both started and scaled four different nutrition coaching businesses to six figures on our own before teaming up to build a seven-figure online coaching business together. Along the way, we've made a lot of mistakes as we scaled and tried a lot of different coaching models. But the two models we talk about in today's episode are the best we have found to both provide a VIP experience to your clients while also keeping your time requirements to deliver it under control. We also dive into some listener questions about the different phases of scaling a coaching business from starting up to building a team. So no matter where you're at in your coaching journey, this show will be packed with gold for you. As a reminder, this episode is a snippet from one of the weekly live trainings we do in the Online Nutrition Coach Community Facebook group. If you'd love to submit your questions to be answered on future shows and to get access to weekly live trainings and resources that will help you scale your online coaching business, you can head over to the Online Nutrition Coach Community on Facebook now. Or you can go to beyondmacros.com community to get access plus a free bonus training to help you scale your nutrition coaching business without working a minute past 30 hours per week. All right, that's enough from me. Now for the episode. We're going to be breaking down uh, some of the business models that Kate and I have created. Because if you don't know, Kate and I, between the two of us, we've built four multiple six-figure businesses between the two of us on our own. And then now that we've teamed up together, you know, we've built a seven-figure VIP coaching business. And so, you know, we understand a little bit about how to create scalable business models. So we'll talk about some of those business models that we've created in the past um, and how those work, how you know our current business model works. And we're also gonna talk about some of the phases of scaling as well. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I wanted to bring up a, a point though, is the key here, the key nugget is that I'm talking about a VIP coaching business for yes. a reason. Reason being, if you create just a random group coaching experience, I'm gonna be honest, most people don't want group coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, most people want one-on-one coaching. They hear group coaching and it immediately is low value. And so they're going to want to pay a low price for it. Um, you know, meal plans and courses, these things are one off. They buy at one time and they might use it. They might not. The success rate is incredibly low. You know, in the tee up to this episode, I talked about how I created a course because I thought that was what was going to help me scale. And people joined it but like 20% of them had success mm-hmm. because only 20% of them actually went through the in, the course in its entirety and compare that to my VIP coaching business, my one-on-one coaching business. And that was like an 80% success rate. Mm-hmm. And so the key to being able to scale is you've got to be able to retain clients And the best way that I know, the best way that I found to retain clients is to provide them with that true VIP experience, making them feel like the most important person in your business. Um, and this goes across industries. This isn't just for coaching because when I was in the startup world, when I first started cutting my teeth in marketing, um, one of the things that investors would ask us after our initial seed round, when we were going back to raise some money to build some technology in our agency, 
Uh, one of the things they would ask is not just how quickly are you acquiring users for the platform, what kind of revenue you're generating, but they wanted to know about churn rate. Mm -hmm. And churn rate was like, how fast are people leaving your platform? Because if you are, let's say, growing at four clients per month, you've got a three month commitment. Well, after three months, if those four clients are dropping off, you're going to end up with 12 clients and you're never going to grow beyond that. And so it's not a scalable business model. So you either have to grow faster, acquire more clients, or you need to reduce that churn rate. You need to mm -hmm. actually increase the retention. So um, those are some of the really important principles to being able to scale and creating a scalable business model. Um, now, Kate, I know you had some things that you wanted to talk about in terms of um, your own experience and some of the experience of some of the coaches in the build workshop. So yeah, I want yeah. to turn it over to you after that intro. Yeah, so I built my business first with a with a group coaching program. And it was the way that I built it, you know, low ticket. It was a low ticket offer because it was a mm. six week program. Um, and the thing that was different in my program was that I did deliver a VIP experience because I was talking to my um, my clients all the time. Like I was constantly looking at their their daily intake. I was giving them like meaningful feedback, not just boom, cool, good job. Cause I've been a part of those courses. Like I've purchased mm -hmm. certain like online nutrition group coaching programs and I've been in there and I'm like, dude, this is like nothing. Like I'm getting information, but there's no personal guidance. But when you're working with that many people at once and giving all that guidance for $199 for a six week program, a seven week program, I mean, that's where it's not scalable. That's where mm. your time is just like, be, it's, you're just burning up your time, right? And like trading dollars for hours is, you know, it's, it's, it just doesn't work long term, right? Um, but still, group coaching, just like you said, Matt, it still denotes like a lower ticket price. So even though um, I can deliver a lot more and I was delivering a lot more than other programs on the market, because it was still set up as a six week group coaching program, it was like, I really struggled with getting to pay, like get charging higher ticket prices, even though the value is there. Because the thing is that people don't see the value of a group coaching program until they're a part of it. And yes, mm -hmm. I was getting referrals and telling them, people were telling their friends, but again, it was a low ticket thing. And the people that had the most success in my program long-term were the ones that either did multiple rounds with me or people that just hired me for one-on-one. -on -one. And those were the people when I really got to work with them and really dial in on what it was like with their lifestyle. Matt always says, like, we look at our clients three-dimensionally because guys, I mean, if you don't know this by now, please understand that every single one of your clients is biologically individual. Not only are they biologically individual, but their lifestyles all vary greatly. So there are so many different components when it comes to their health and their fitness and being able to lose weight and build muscle, there's so much there that you really can't uncover in just a group program. You've got to go deep with your clients. So because I did that in my one-on-one -on -one coaching experience, those clients saw success and were able to maintain results long-term. That's really how I, and that's the coach I want to be. I don't want to just be somebody that has like all those burn and churns who's, you know, being able to boast large numbers in my program but a very small success rate. I would rather have fewer clients, higher ticket, 
because when they've invested at a higher level, they're more invested in the program. They're showing up for calls. They're not ghosting me. They're actually like filling in the information that I'm asking for. They're not just like letting it go by the wayside. So I, like that's how I was able to really scale my business and see a lot of client success. Hmm. Yeah. I love that you touched on the point of with a group coaching, it's like you were, even though even though it was group coaching, you were providing that like really high level one-to-one uh, -one coaching experience, but in a group aspect. And the thing mm -hmm. is people wouldn't know that unless they joined into the program. Right. Um, because that's, that's such an important thing as well as like the perception that people have about what it is that we're offering. Um, we, we have to be very careful about how mm -hmm. we label ourselves, label our offers. You know, if you label yourself a nutrition coach, and so does somebody who is, you know, selling isogenics or, you know, something mm -hmm. like that, then you might immediately, like as soon as you post that you're a nutrition coach, someone might immediately assume that, that you do beach body, isogenics, yeah. something like that. Um, mm -hmm. And then with group coaching, it's like, oh, group coaching, you know, Weight Watchers, it's like $44 yes. a month for their, you know, group program. So that's what you're being compared to. Mm -hmm. um, so, okay, what? What do you feel like you did that allowed you to build that business up? It was a group coaching program, but what allowed you to really scale up uh, the impact and the client load that you were able to have? I, I hired people. I mean, I, <laughs> I referred a lot of things out because, um, well, I raised my prices for one-on-one. -on -one, so I was working with fewer people and still making like more money. And I still feel making more of an impact because again, people that invest at a higher level in themselves are more committed to you. They are more committed to getting it done. They, their, their urgency is there. They're like, yes, here, I really want help. So they are, they're coachable. I mean, like almost all of my clients that invested at high level were very coachable and got those results. But I also did like, I delegated some things. Um, so mm -hmm. I have to say with like, with group coaching, you know, like I'm running multiple Facebook groups at a time and that's multiple like posts and things like that, that I've got to schedule. And I did always schedule like natively on Facebook because I've been parts of those groups and it says scheduled by post my party, scheduled by Hootsuite, scheduled by whatever. And that alone being in that group and seeing that alone is like, oh, they're not even checking in. You know, so that was something that like I knew. So I really wanted to make sure I didn't do that. But that took a lot of time. So I yeah. had a VA who was able to do some of that for me on on the group side. Um, but again, like, you know, I established the ketogenic living coach certification. So then as I was getting leads into my business for my website, people downloading some free guides, um, I could like push them out to some of the coaches that I've worked with and trained and have said like, Hey, <laughs> go look for this person that has the certification because they're amazing. They're bomb. Like, you know, and I'm happy to make those introductions for you. And I did, like I made certain connections for people. And there were some people who just wanted group coaching because quite frankly, they just wanted to pay a smaller fee. And that's totally fine. Um, but that's just not who I was at the level of coaching. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things that I think everybody's gonna find is that a big part of scaling is hiring bringing people on to really help and developing your pool of connections, yeah. the right connections to get the right people in the right seat in your business. Mm -hmm. um, 
because for me, like with Beyond Macros, when it went from me managing over 40 one-on-one clients to what do I do? Like first direction I went was course. I was like, oh, of course, build it once, sell it as many times as you can. Like I mentioned, there was about 20% of people completing that, whereas my one-on-one was Mm -hmm. about 80%. Um, so what I ended up doing was I was just like, all right, well, I'm precision nutrition certified. I feel like that was a good training. If someone else is precision nutrition certified, I can teach them about macros and then I can teach them about my coaching process. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that allowed me to start hiring and bringing people in to take some of my client load. And it allowed me to then, and this is part of the phases of scaling is first step, you know, would be on macros when it was really just Matt Walrath nutrition coaching was mm-hmm. fill it organically, you know, mm-hmm. get to the point where I've got a wait list. Like I couldn't find another hour in the day to coach somebody do that organically. I didn't pay a single dollar in ads or any, you know, had zero dollars. Mm-hmm. It was just like hit that level. And then the thing is I was pretty cashed up. So at that point it allowed me to start thinking about, okay, like who is the first person I need to hire in order to remove the bottleneck to growth. And for me, it was like, okay, I've got plenty of leads. I've got plenty of people who want to join, but the problem is I don't have enough time to fulfill on it. So then obviously my first thing was, who can I find? Who do I know that I can teach to coach and you know, taught them my process. And from there, it was just like continuous problem solving, continuous like, who do I need to put in place? And also continuously creating standard operating yeah. procedures and holding a really high standard for people within the organization. You know, Mm -hmm. it was unacceptable if a client was coming to me and telling me that, um, you know, the coach that I've hired and assigned to them was not checking in on time, was not being thorough with check-ins, was overlooking things, was being really short with them. You know, maybe, you know, any of those things was unacceptable. So, you know, part of scaling was just stepping out of um, being the one coaching everybody and then holding the standard for the coaches being like this is the standard that i want to hold for this business this is what i'm happy to put my name behind like you better do it otherwise you're out mm-hmm. and that's one of the other things too is like as you start scaling you're eventually going to ha- have to start firing people and being okay with that too yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah for sure mm-hmm. i think with yeah. courses too like some people really do love to be in that like in those constant launches, you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay, well, this might, you got to get in now because it closes on this date and time. And like, I, that's, that's cool. If like, that's who you are, if you like that, I, I don't, <laughs> mm, I don't yeah. like to constantly be launching. That's just not my thing. I like to have this like open door kind of policy where I'm bringing in, like I'm calling in those soulmate clients at the right time that they should be called in. You know, like that, and that just feels really good and aligned and authentic to me. And that's exactly what we do with our, with the build babies and the grownups. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, that brings up the other model. So it's like, we talked about Kate's group coaching model and how she Mm -hmm. was able to start um, putting some scale into that. Um, For me with Beyond Macros, it was a one-on-one coaching uh, business. And so, you know, we started scaling that. Eventually we did add a group coaching aspect, didn't call it group coaching, but we did have a group coaching aspect. Um, But yeah, with the build workshop, this hybrid model that we've created and that we use to coach our coaches is I think one of the best models and something that we're going to start helping um, coaches build after they've maxed out their one-on-one capacity. 
So, you know, it's like I asked in the online nutrition coach community the other day, like how many coaches would you want to coach? Or sorry, how many clients would you want to coach? Mm -hmm. How many could you coach with your current processes? And most people, it was like 15 to 30 was yeah. kind of the range that they were thinking. And so it's like, okay, well, let's get you up to the level where you're like, this is the amount of people that I want to coach. These are the amount of relationships that I can can manage and feel like I'm doing a good job with. And then from there, it's like, all right, we can start to build out additional resources that are going to make your coaching burden a lot easier. So yeah. just to give everybody a little idea about my path with you know business mentorship, with uh, you know helping nutrition coaches, it started out and it started out with Kate. I created <laughs> I created a certification. Kate was had a business where she was helping um, you know fitness professionals create certifications for their program. And so I created a certification and I had different levels where it was like you could either do just the course or you could do a course plus coaching with me. And that was, you know, one on one. And so it got to the point where I maxed out how many people with just the course and then the one on one calls that I could end up coaching. So then the next evolution was I started bringing in mm. some group coaching calls so that I could still serve people, but you know, still gave them one-on-one, -on -one, brought in some group coaching calls, and I had the course. And so now people had a bunch of different places that they could get support from. And as time has gone on, it's gotten to the point where like Kate and I are running multiple group calls every mm -hmm. week. Um, you know, we've got multiple one-on-one -on -one calls that we have with clients, sometimes on an as-needed basis, sometimes scheduled in. And then we've got absolute fire course materials that people can yeah. go through and gives them a lot of clarity. And so the important thing to recognize about this path and this journey is that I didn't just go in and immediately, like, just create a complete course. It's something that has evolved over time. And that's the reason that I like people to start with one-on-one. -on -one. That's the reason that I didn't just mm -hmm. launch the certification without having a one-on-one -on -one component as mm -hmm. well. Because I wanted to learn where people were struggling. I wanted to learn what wasn't clear for people. I wanted to learn like what additional resources I could create for the most common struggles or questions that people had. So over time, that certification and you know eventually what became the Build Workshop and now the Grow Intensive as well, um, you know, it's just based off of the one-on-one -on -one coaching that I've done. You know, I initially yeah. filled up my capacity with business coaching one-on-one. -on -one. I learned what people needed help with. I created resources for that. Sometimes I realized people need things on a weekly basis. I created yeah. a weekly coaching call for that. Um, and it's something where as soon as I brought Kate on to be our client success boss, and to also help with the coaching, it went from essentially me being able to effectively uh, do business coaching for 20 to 30 people. And now we can, between the two of us, it's like 120 with just mm -hmm. the two of us is the capacity uh, with which we could, we could serve people. And so 30 with just me, you would think adding Kate would take us to 60, but really it multiplied mm -hmm. um, because of the business model that we created as well as, um, just the complementary skill set between Kate and mm -hmm. I. Yeah. Yeah. I liked too what you said in the beginning of your business when you were looking to then look into hiring help or look into delegating to another coach that you cashed up in your business. You yeah. got to a certain point where you had the cash flow and you recognized at the time and like what you wanted for your business and for your clients. I have been a part of, of certain experiences where right away, emerging business owners 
are told to just delegate anything that they're not passionate about, to just yeah. delegate anything off of their plate. And you know, you don't really know until you do the work, what is, you know, outside, like what's in that zone of incompetence, you know, the things that just take you forever to do that you're not very good at, like graphic design for me, <laughs> but mm -hmm. like that would just take you forever to do that you're not good at and that you don't enjoy, but that you do actually need in your business because not everything is essential, you guys. Um, that those are something like things that you can hire out, but you until you actually start doing the things in your business to move it forward, those day-to-day -day tasks and, and just the essentials, because those things can't be delegated away, like that personal interaction with people doesn't, doesn't go away. But until you get to that point where you actually know where you need help and then, you know, develop smartly, like develop that cash flow um, to hire those people, that's really when you should do it. Mm -hmm. So if you are like a new coach that's really looking to have this incredible one-on-one -on -one experience and you're feeling intimidated by like, well, oh my gosh, if I'm going to do this and I need social media omnipresence, so I need to hire a manager and the content and ads and all these things, you don't. You can do exactly what we did, which was grow organically, get to that point where you're realizing the next step in what's essential to client acquisition and enhancing the client experience, increasing client lifetime value. And then and, and then at, by that point, too, you're going to have enough cash to hire out. Yeah. And that's the point at which you cross the chasm from being mm -hmm. self-employed which oftentimes is a self-imposed prison to actually having a business. Yeah. And Robert Kiyosaki, he outlines beautifully what the difference is in his book, Cashflow Quadrant. Um, but when you're self-employed, it is really a self-imposed prison because ultimately, if you want to be a coach that is just an individual coach, you find your clients, you coach your clients, you do the bookkeeping, you do the marketing, you do everything, you wear all the hats. Well, I can tell you at some point you're going to burn out because I've been yeah. there. Mm -hmm. You know, I was wearing all the hats for too long. I wanted to do it all on my own for too long. And, you know, it feels good at first. Like you get a little bit of motivation when you mm -hmm. hit that six figure mark and you're like, ooh, you know, you got yeah. a little bit of swagger. Yeah. Then it gets to the point where eventually you're like, is this what I'm meant to be doing for the rest of my life? Like, is this every week for the rest of my life? And for some people, that's fine. Like that's mm -hmm. enough that they are happy with that. You know, they're putting enough money aside and investing enough money that, you know, they've got their retirement uh, plan and, you know, they're going to end up just, you know, kicking back in their sixties. But for me, I'm like, I wanted to cross the chasm into being a business owner. Mm -hmm. I wanted to actually focus my time and effort on things that were going to get leverage things that were going to actually allow me to, with one hour of my input, get like 40 hours out of somebody else mm -hmm. and really focus my time on the things I love within the business. The other benefit was it removed me as a bottleneck in certain yeah. areas of my business, mm -hmm. which allowed growth to happen faster. And really like, I don't work much more than 30 hours a week. And I think a lot of people have this false dichotomy in their head that like, oh, if I start hiring people, if I have to grow my business, if I take on more clients, that all of a sudden it's like life sucks and you're working harder. And it is if you're self-employed, mm -hmm. but if you have an effective business system and you're able to hire the right people, get the right 
people in the right seats within your business, hold the right standard, then you actually liberate yourself by growing. Mm -hmm. And you eventually hit the point where you're completely optional within your business. And if you want to write a blog post, you can write a blog post. If you want to like hop in and um, write an email series, you can do that. Like if marketing's your thing, if you want to hop in and mm -hmm. start taking some sales calls, cause you know, you like being on the front line and, and doing sales, then you can hop in and take sales calls. If you want to do the graphic design for yeah. you know, the marketing team, you can do that. Because the thing is you've got the right people in the right seats. Everything's going to happen. You've created a business that's actually a machine mm -hmm. and has the procedures in place where you know that certain dollars in on the marketing side equals a certain amount of clients and dollars out. You know that a certain amount of hours in from people on your team equals a certain output, let's say for marketing in terms of leads and for sales in terms of clients, yeah. for ops in terms of profit margin. Um, yeah, you. there's really this chasm that you need to cross. But the thing is, for you as coaches, what we see that being is fill up organically, get to like mm -hmm. 15 clients organically, which is what we help people do in mm -hmm. the build workshop. And then from there, it's time for us to start creating the processes and the procedures and hiring the right people, starting to get you used to, because it's hard, it's a skill, like delegating is a yes. skill and it's a mindset shift. So getting you used to that and then scaling you up in terms of how much you're comfortable letting go of, getting you enough cash in the business so that you can actually afford to bring the right people in. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's really, really next level of scale. It is. And that, that cash flow piece is definitely important. And so we, we, we talk to so many like heart centered entrepreneurs and coaches that, um, that will say things to us like, well, I don't need to make that much. You know, I'm a pretty humble, you know, I live a, a pretty humble lifestyle. Like mm -hmm. I'm good. I don't need to. And I get that. And like, that's great for you. Um, but I want you to just wrap your mind around this for a minute. And I mean this with massive love. So the more that you make in your business, the more people you're able to serve in the world. And I don't just mean like clients, even though it's true, because the more clients that you have, obviously the more income your business is going to generate, but the more you know you can invest in, in things like advertising, right? Which is gonna draw in more clients, but the more people you're able to hire in your business, now you're an employer. And that's an amazing thing. We saw so much happen this past year, right? Like, what if you are in the position of being a hope dealer? Like, what if you are in the position of being the hiring person, the, the one that can, like, give somebody their start or their dream job or something like that? Like, how amazing does that feel? Now you're changing the lives of your clients. You're completely transforming their lives for the long term. You're the last nutrition coach they ever have to hire. They don't have to diet ever again. How freaking amazing is that? And you've hired this amazing team to support you. So you're giving people jobs that they love because you are creating this incredible culture within your company. I mean, like to me, to me and in my heart, like that is, that is a dream. That is a definition of fulfilled success. All right, coaches, that's it for today's episode. If you'd like to hear the rest of this training, get access to tons more like it, plus free resources to help you scale your online coaching business, you can head directly to the Online Nutrition Coach Community Facebook group or go to beyondmacros.com community to get access. Plus, I'll send you a free bonus training to help you scale your nutrition coaching business without working a minute past 30 hours per week. I hope to see you in the community so I can put a face to the name. 
I'll see you there. And until next time, much love, legends.